Saints fans, Pelicans fans, let's go. This is the Black and Blue Report. Black. Bree is going to go deep. He's got ground. Touchdown. Blue. Down the lane. Shoots. No. Tip follow in for Davis with three tenths of a second left. Welcome into the podcast for the fans, straight from the teams they love. It's good to see you guys, and uh, I didn't know we had Studio B here in our facility. Good setup. Now that I know where your guys' little office is, I can pop in here whenever I want. Well, we're playing through AD, and so everybody's going to have to adjust to that. Coaches, players, analysts, celebrities, and more. That guy's Anthony Mackie. I've gotten in many of our arguments about the Pelicans and the Saints uh, over the years. Harry County Jr. joins us here on the Black and Blue Report. Undoubtedly, to me, the Saints are the singular reason that New Orleans is back on the map. Hoda Kotb from the Today Show on NBC, our guest. You know, New Orleans gets in your blood. The Saints never leave it once they get in there. This is the Black and Blue Report, straight from the source. No appointment radio. Wherever, whenever. Now, from Studio B, or from wherever the Saints or Pelicans might be, here's Sean Kelly. All right, here we go. The Black and Blue Report is set to roll from the Greenbrier in West Virginia as the Tuesday morning practice is wrapped up here for the New Orleans Saints as coverage continues from Training Camp 2014 presented by Verizon. With John DeShazer, I'm Sean Kelly. Hope to find you well here on this Tuesday. A warm one here at the Greenbrier. It started, John, at 61 degrees at the start of practice, but it jumped up pretty quick. Well, it isn't quite New Orleans-esque, but, uh, but yeah, it, when it does get warm here, it, it gets fairly warm. So, you know, we lack the humidity, thank God, but uh, everything else is there for it to be a warm day. And you see it in, in the amount of breaks they take in, in terms of uh, hydration and those kinds of things. The players are, are getting it a little bit tougher now. I asked Akeem Hicks uh, earlier uh, if he liked it today or what today felt like, and he said he loved it. And I didn't expect that answer. He said, actually, we've, we've needed some days to shed some pounds. So I thought I, I, thought I was going to get one answer. I got the other, and we'll hear for, more from Akeem Hicks uh, coming up. He is a part of our program today, as is Ryan Griffin, who will play a prominent role in Friday night's preseason game against the Rams, and quarterbacks coach Mike New on today's Black and Blue Report. Tell me a little more about practice today. What, what jumped out at you? Well, um, it remained physical. Um, I did notice there was not the best, uh, it wasn't as crisp and clean offensively as uh, you're accustomed to seeing from the Saints. Uh, had some center uh, quarterback exchanges where the ball ends up on the ground. So, you know, from that standpoint, I'm sure Coach, uh, Coach Payton will have a lot to talk about. But defensively, they seem to be sharpening up. Uh, uh, Rob Ryan admitted that uh, in the first week probably, you know, he said that, frankly, you know, the defense got his butt whipped. But he said the last couple of days they've come on pretty strong. So a nice pick by Corey White today, as a matter of fact. But, um, you know, offense, offensively was a little bit sloppy today, but I'm sure they'll tighten that up. How much do you think that has to do with Drew Brees still being on the sidelines? Oh, I think that has absolutely everything to do with it. Because now you're talking about center quarterback exchanges where guys aren't quite accustomed to working together, not necessarily in, in this atmosphere, not this often. So you're probably going to have some of that. You know, I don't want to blame any of it on, on the sweat factor or the humidity factor, but, you know, that might have played into it also. You know, you get a little bit hotter, it's a little bit sweatier out there and that kind of thing. But I think a lot of it has to do with familiarity. Young Brandon Cook spoke after practice today. We had not heard from him since very early in camp. Uh, did any, have anything to say, whether it was the scrimmage or today, that jumped out at you? 
Well, you know, the thing that really jumps out at you about him is that nothing really jumps out. He doesn't seem to be excitable whatsoever. He's a calm uh, kid who, you know, really has a veteran presence. I've heard it said by uh, Coach Payton, heard it said by his positions. Coach Henry Eller, uh, his teammates say, you know, the game just doesn't seem too big for him right now. And obviously it's training camp and you, you don't want to raise expectations too high. But when you see him on the field and, you, and you know, you, you think the kid would be a little bit more awed by some of the things he's been able to do. And he's the exact opposite. He's saying, you know, hey, it's, it's football and, you know, I'm just doing the things that I have the talents to do. In your eyes, is it becoming more and more clear or is it becoming more muddy right now with regard to where some cuts might be made or there's some separation or, or tightening up in position groups? Well, I mean, I think it's separating a little bit now. Obviously, it will separate a little bit more after the preseason game. They get a little bit more on film and you see how guys do in terms of game action because some of these guys – you know, you want to see exactly what they're going to do on special teams. You know, from a position standpoint, you know, the, the two deep roster is probably pretty much set. So, you know, we're talking about, you know, the last, you know, eight, ten guys where you want to see how they perform on special teams. And you really won't get a gauge of that until you get them in a preseason game and see how they react under the lights because this is a, a veteran team. You know, most of the spots are already taken. So we're, what we're talking about is a few spots at the end of the roster for, for, um, for special teamers. All right, later on today, you'll see the full video post-practice press conferences from Coach Payton, Rob Ryan today, Brandon Cooks, as we mentioned, Akeem Hicks in a separate format, uh, and a few other things that we'll tack on to NewOrleansSaints.com and your mobile app as well. But again, coming up on today's Black and Blue Report, here shortly we'll hear from Akeem Hicks and then quarterback Ryan Griffin and Mike New. And we'll jump right into it after our first time out. There's no better time to join your Pelicans as we take flight. All-star Anthony Davis is taking his team to the next level, and the Pelicans are soaring to new heights. 2014-15 season tickets are on sale now and start at less than $300, with lower bowl options as low as $37 per game. Season ticket benefits include the best seat locations, discounts on concessions, and much more. Take flight with the Pelicans. For more info, call 525-HOOP or visit pelicans.com today. Lotto is all across Louisiana with cash jackpots starting at $250,000. That's a whole lot of cash. From the neon lights of Shreveport, Bossier City to the banks of Grand Isle, Lotto is your game. It doesn't leave the state and there's nothing like it anywhere else. It's Louisiana fun just for Louisiana. Lotto, it's a whole lot of cash. Must be at least 21 to purchase. We're talking Saints football on the Black and Blue Report. Akeem Hicks is enjoying his third training camp now with the New Orleans Saints and certainly is looking to build upon his defensive line leading 72 stops last year, which included four and a half sacks. So far, so good this August for Hicks. We got a chance to catch up with him after practice today. Hey, let's just start with practice today. How'd it go? Good, good, good. Definitely a good day out there for the entire defense. I feel like, um, you know, uh, we, we had a little bit of a wake-up call in our scrimmage and, and really just have to come together and, and play the style of defense that we're used to. So, What was the wake-up call? I mean, what, I guess it took some film probably to figure it out, but what was it? Not that we, not that we don't still have our identity, but it, it was just a lack of we just had to bring some things together in-house, you know what I mean, mm -hmm. and um, really just focus on the details of playing the game. So, Do you want to call a – Last year, a breakout year for you because I've heard others say that this could possibly be a breakout year. It'd be hard to, I don't know, make, 
make a difference between the two. I got to tell you, I, I really can't keep up with, with some of those breakout, not breakout <laughs> things. I just want to play, and I want to play good, and I want to play consistent, and I want my teammates to respect that. What are you better at now than, than say, a year ago? Well, you, you grow up in the game. You mature in the game, and, and, and you learn to do, like, for instance, last year, if I did something wrong, I wouldn't necessarily know how to correct it right away. I'd have to go back and film and see it. But now, just as I'm growing in the game, I can see what I did wrong and say to myself, this is what I got to do better so the next time this comes, I don't mess it up that way. It's hard for me sometimes when I see so many familiar names on that side of the football to discern what's different or what's going to be new with this group. Have you noticed growth in that area? Definitely, from, from everybody, even those names that you're used to seeing every, every day. It's um, everybody, every year, you, you mature just a little bit more. I mean, even Curtis Lofton, he comes to me and he tells me certain things that he wants to do better and how he wants to fix his game up just a little bit more. And that's a guy that's been averaging 100 tackles since he's been in the league. You right, know what right. I mean? No, yeah. So every year, you got to get better. When it comes to the guys behind you, um, I guess that's probably where the biggest change has been. Has it changed the way you guys have played up front, having some added depth behind you? I'm sorry, I, I didn't quite understand that. Well, you know, when you look at, I guess it seems there's more depth behind uh -huh. you in that secondary. Uh -huh. Does that change the way you're able to play up front, knowing what's there behind you, and whether that's veteran or depth or whatever? I gotta say, whether you have a, a, a secondary that's not playing well or a secondary like ours that's just as has star names: Vaccaro, Bird, uh, Bush, all those guys back there. You know, Keenan, Keenan Lewis. It's um, it's really just about how you play your game naturally. Akeem, are we do that? Sense. Yeah, it does. It does. Are we to that point yet where you're tired of hitting the same looking guys? No, not at all. No, no I love to hit my guys. It's the best <laughs> part of it. You talk all year in OTAs, you talk trash, and then finally you get to come out here and, and show them why they shouldn't be. And Friday, though, it'll be a different jersey across the way. I mean, are we at a, is there a turning point in camp when you get close to the first preseason game? Um, I, I definitely want to say so, but you still got to have that, that, um, that grind about you because it's still just the preseason. I mean, every game means something, but it's still just the preseason, and you're still, you're still building your team for the regular season. So what, so what then do you hope to get out of something like Friday night? Reps, work, um, make some of the inconsistent things consistent, just getting better at your craft. Our thanks to Akeem Hicks again for joining us on today's Black and Blue Report. When we come back, we'll catch up with quarterback Ryan Griffin right after this. At the Auctioner Hospital for Children, no matter where you turn, you're surrounded by bravery. Children and teens dealing with health problems beyond their years. Parents working hard to keep the worry from their face. Doctors and nurses doing everything possible to get them back home where they belong. From rare brain tumors and leukemia to heart conditions and organ transplants, we offer a level of pediatric care unmatched in Louisiana. With more advanced capabilities than any other children's hospital in the region, even our kids-only ER can handle any pediatric emergency. In fact, the only thing tougher than the problems we see every day are the kids themselves. Choose the Auctioner Hospital for Children and never wonder if you could have done more. Call 866-AUCTIONER to find an affiliated pediatrician near you. Auctioner. Healthcare with peace of mind. Everything you need to know about the Saints and Pelicans is right here on the Black and Blue Report. Welcome back to the Black and Blue Report. Time to visit with Ryan Griffin. We haven't had a chance to talk with you yet here during training camp. So far, so good? Definitely. Yeah. Loving it out here. The first scrimmage this past Saturday. What's your takeaway? Uh, a lot of good. Uh, a lot of things I really need to work on. So, I mean, I, 
I think it was a, a good experience. It was great to get in there and get some reps of the ones, and so just trying to keep improving. For you, the, the difference between, as you mentioned, working with the ones as opposed to the two, how does it change for you? Just some guys that I haven't thrown to a whole bunch, and so timing is definitely a big thing I'm trying to work on. I'm just gaining some experience with them and seeing how they run routes versus man versus zone. The, uh, the dynamic of that wide receiver group, you've got those veterans that you learned a little bit about last year, and then so many of these young guys trying to fill this thing out. Um, is it getting harder to separate them, or is there some more clarity in, into what they can do and cannot do? Well, they each have their special abilities, I think. But talent-wise, I think we're loaded from top to bottom. You know, it's, it's going to be tough. we got a bunch of great receivers out there, guys that are making plays. The difference for you between this time last year and now? Just a little bit more calm and, and understanding of what's going on. Um, just a little bit more experience with everything. Uh, coming in last year, just a little wide-eyed. Didn't, didn't really know what to expect, but uh, this year, just have a little bit of an idea of how everything's going, and so definitely give me a leg up. When you're working with guys like Drew and Luke, who have years <laughs> under their belt, then I'm, I guess I'm trying to say that nicely about two guys that are older. <laughs> um, is it hard not to feel like the new guy all the time when you're significantly younger than those two? Well, they don't act old, so okay. they act <laughs> they act just how I act, and so they're. I mean, the way we compete and play games, we're a bunch of kids out here, and so I definitely don't feel the age difference. Do you feel like that last year you were fighting for your NFL life and all of a sudden this year you're fighting for maybe the backup job? Is that is that a difference as well? I think you're always fighting for your NFL life, uh, no matter what team you're on or what position you're in, first, second, or third string. And so I haven't, I haven't seen a big change from there. With Drew nicked up right now, opportunity knocks a little louder. Is that is that fair to say for both you, Luke, and, and the others? Yeah, I think just getting reps, um, that's a great opportunity. I don't know uh, what, it, what it will lead to, but I know just getting that experience and getting in with those guys that I talked about that I hadn't been able to throw to before was definitely very important. When you think back, you got some game experience last year in the preseason, obviously, and then, and then that game experience goes away for a long, long time. Do you almost feel almost antsy at this point to get some game action again now that the preseason has returned? Definitely. I'm always antsy. Yeah. Always antsy to get out there, put the pads on. I'm excited. I can't how you, wait. How will you keep, you know, keep it cool this Friday? Just how I always do, you know. Just focus on the next play and not not think about it, and just do what I do. Good luck to you. Have Thank a great you. camp. Yep. Appreciate it. Smoothie King asks, what's your purpose? My name is Trish, and I want more balance in my life. I feel like all I do is rush from one place to the next and end up grabbing a burger along the way. And then I feel guilty, and I start thinking, I need to spend an hour on the elliptical, but I don't have time. I want to eat better. I want to feel better. That's my purpose. We can blend that. Find your balance with the new Greek yogurt smoothies naturally powered by Chobani. Find pleasure in your purpose at Smoothie King. Everything you need to know about your New Orleans Pelicans is right in the palm of your hands. The New Orleans Pelicans app is easy to use, plus makes an excellent companion whether you're watching the team in the Smoothie King Center or on the road. Recently added features on the app include the latest videos and highlights, plus access to a full list of arena amenities. Download the Pelicans app for free now on your iPhone or Android devices. For more information, check out pelicans.com today. Welcome back to the Black and Blue Report, the podcast for Saints and Pelicans fans. 
Our show continues today here from training camp at the Greenbrier in a week that becomes bigger and bigger. The backup quarterbacks in the New Orleans Saints camp. Luke McCown and Ryan Griffin both are getting the lion's share of reps right now with Drew Brees sidelined with a small injury. Of course, there's a preseason game on Friday too. And both Griffin and McCown figure to have the most snaps in that preseason game against the Rams. We thought it'd be a good idea to catch up with Saints quarterback coach Mike New, who's in his first season in that role, and talk about what lies ahead for these two guys playing behind Drew Brees. Mike, if you're a silver lining guy, there's always a silver lining in something. And with Drew Brees sidelined for a little bit right now, that means more reps for the other quarterbacks. How are they taking to it this week? Well, I think they've ready to respond to the challenge. You know, their, their rep count has been up in practice this week. So we just, you know, they got to go out and be ready and take, make the most of the reps that they get. You know, with Drew being day-to-day, they just they have to be ready and, uh, and make the most of it. With Luke and, and Ryan having both been in the system now, I guess, for a specified amount of time, does, has that made this easier, this camp? Well, I think for those guys, you know, they know they, they've had a chance to work with the players uh, at the skill positions, the receivers, the tight ends, the backs. They've been able to get to know those guys a little bit better. And certainly when you're taking group reps now with, you know, the first group of offensive line, the second group of offensive line, I think it's helped those guys get a chance to know all of their teammates on the offensive side. And they got to go out and be consistent. What don't I know about Ryan Griffin? He's a guy that, you know, he, when you when you talk to him, he doesn't, overshare, you know, he kind of keeps it all in a little bit. What, what what should I know about him here in his second year? Well, listen, it's so early in the process. We haven't even played a preseason game yet, so he's just got to go out and, and perform when his number's called during the preseason games, and, uh, and at the end of the process, let the chips fall where they may. Some of this, um, I guess, getting used to everybody has to do with the center position as well, and I know that coach has been wanting to work different guys in there. Help us understand a little more about the, the uniqueness of the CQ exchange from guy to guy. Well, listen, I just talked to my guys from a quarterback perspective, but listen, there's different guys that rotate in at the center position from an evaluation standpoint. And, and you know, the quarterback's job is to get to know each center and get used to each center. And, and some guys are different the way they snap the ball. So, you know, anytime there's a center QB exchange that we're going to look at ourselves first as quarterbacks and uh, and stop right there. How, how unique is that exchange? I mean, is it is it just a slight difference or is it pretty severe? Well, all guys are different, you know, so it's, it's one of those things, you know, you just try to communicate with the receiver and you try to spend time with or communicate with the center and you just try to spend time with them after practice and get those kinks worked out. The preseason game on Friday, I know it's just the first one, but what would you like to see your guys get out of that game on Friday night? Well, I'd like to see, you know, which, which whoever get, whoever's number is called and however we divide up the reps, I just want them to go out and run the offense, you know, get us in the right look, uh, you know, handle the protection part of it and make good decisions. And, you know, at the end of the night, we'd love to, you know, have a great performance against St. Louis. And, uh, you know, those guys have to repair between now and Friday night. With regard to the playbook, is it a matter of the amount of the playbook or is it, do you go with, pieces that will help show you things on film well we haven't even discussed that right now we're just worried about getting better for tomorrow's practice and cleaning up our mistakes in the meetings tonight so you know whatever we decide to do from an offensive standpoint those guys are expected to go out and execute it and they'll know uh, the game plan they'll know what uh, you know there's nothing that they'll be surprised about uh, when we get to Friday night so just got to go out and execute and play their best football thanks Mike okay buddy thanks all right when we come back JD and I will wrap up this Tuesday from the Greenbrier here on the black and blue report In New Orleans, food is more than a passion. It's the tradition, and Zatarans has been part of that tradition for 125 years. From jambalaya and dirty rice to crab boil and more, Zatarans has been jazzing up dinner since before there was jazz. 
We're excited about what next season might bring. Jazz it up tonight with Zatarans, proud sponsor of the New Orleans Pelicans. There's no better time to join your Pelicans as we take flight. All-star Anthony Davis is taking his team to the next level, and the Pelicans are soaring to new heights. 2014-15 season tickets are on sale now and start at less than $300, with lower bowl options as low as $37 per game. Season ticket benefits include the best seat locations, discounts on concessions, and much more. Take flight with the Pelicans. For more info, call 525-HOOP or visit pelicans.com today. Welcome back to the Black and Blue Report. A couple of housekeeping notes, final thoughts here in our last segment of today's Black and Blue Report. We're back to the regular schedule today, John, after kind of some weirdness there surrounding the scrimmage. Yeah, we'll uh, be down on the, on the lower field, the field turf, um, a little bit warm, obviously, for the walkthrough this afternoon, 4.30 to 5.30 p.m. Eastern time, and uh, see what the, the Saints get in in terms of work. Um, we know that uh, Drew Brees didn't work this morning, has not worked this week pretty much for because of that oblique injury. And uh, Coach Payton says, you know, he's taking this pretty slow with him. They're going to take every precaution. Uh, but he is doing individual work on the sidelines. So, you know, we expect to see a, probably a little bit more of that from him this afternoon in terms of the walkthrough, but nothing major. All right. And then tomorrow, a very, a very similar schedule to today's, and that's the 8.50 a.m. Uh, I'm assuming padded practice uh, one more time tomorrow at 8.50 Eastern time. That'll go about two, two and a half hours, and then the afternoon walkthrough as well. We'll, of course, have black and blue report for you. We're going to get some national perspective tomorrow. And, uh, and a whole lot more as we continue to roll on. And everyone's anxiously awaiting the NBA schedule, which could come out at any point here. Any thoughts on maybe a day? You going to guess, John, as to far as when the NBA wants to release that thing? Well, any day is good for me. Today would be good for me. Just get it out there and let's see, you know, where the Pels are going and when they're going. And when that happens, we'll start to break things down. I'm anxious to see the first 10 to 12 games of the schedule and how that shakes out for the Pels, of course, who will uh, open up training camp themselves in October. All right, our thanks to Mike New today, Keem Hicks and Ryan Griffin. Thank you as well for listening. Thanks to Daniel Salerson for his work back in Studio B in New Orleans. For all of us here in West Virginia, we'll bid you a nice Tuesday, and we'll see you tomorrow right here on the Black and Blue Report. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Black and Blue Report. If all goes well, we'll be back tomorrow. Tune in each weekday at 12 p.m. or at your convenience exclusively online at NewOrleansSaints.com and Pelicans.com. Follow your teams direct from the source, the Black and Blue Report.